Okay, so what is the message of this passage, even though it doesn't use the word? The message is forgiveness. And forgiveness is one of the most serious of all sins, lack of forgiveness. Um, other than blaspheming God and an outright rejection of God. Sins against our neighbor, number one, is unforgiveness. God can't forgive us unless we forgive others. Well, Father, where does it say that? The Our Father. The Our Father prayer. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. So the Our Father prayer tells us that we can only be forgiven. Jesus says later in the Gospels that if you do not forgive, your Heavenly Father cannot forgive you. It's very clear. But forgiveness, you've heard me say before, is not as difficult as you might think. Forgiveness doesn't require you maintain and be best friends with the person. It doesn't necessarily require that. You don't have to remain if they've hurt you real badly or that you've been maybe in an abusive relationship and remaining in their lives may cause you more physical abuse and even dangerous uh, harm. You know, um, sometimes it just doesn't work out. I, I've used the example where I had an employee steal $2,000 from me when I had my business and, and I forgave him. I'm called to forgive him as a Christian, but you better believe I fired him and said, don't ever come back here. We, we don't need this. And so, although I didn't become his best friend, I forgave him. I, I don't wish you harm. I'm not going to hide in the weeds and the bushes to beat you up to get my money back. I, I forgive. But I didn't have to necessarily, on a human level, become his best friend and reconcile. Now, if you can do that, if you can reconcile, that is mercy. Forgiveness is a natural thing. We have to have it. To forgive is human. To be merciful is divine. That expression, to err is human, to forgive is divine, doesn't take it far enough. To forgive is human. Societies have to forgive, or we would be nothing but in nuclear wars and murders in the streets. We have to forgive on the natural level, or society can't function. To forgive is human. But to reconcile and to be merciful is divine. That's why we call the sacrament not the sacrament of just forgiveness. When you go into that confessional, it's called the sacrament of reconciliation. God not only forgives us, but he reconciles us back to himself. Now, you've heard me say all this before, but it goes deeper here. All right. We, we do have to address issues. We can't. Forgiveness doesn't mean just forgetting it ever happened. Um, that's license. That's false mercy. All right. Forgiveness doesn't mean forgetting that something happened. We don't have to pretend that we are not hurt. This is not forgiveness. This is lying. That expression, to forgive and forget, no, that's false. Sometimes we're not able to forget. The human mind is amazing, but does not have the ability to forget at will. You can't just tell your mind, forget something. 
No, it doesn't work that way. Forgiveness is not denying the reality of your pain. It does have us address the problem, but the key is to do it out of love, at least wishing the person no harm. You know, that, um, you know, that is what forgiveness is. It's letting go, not wishing ill upon the other. That's the whole key. So forgiveness is needed, as I said, or we can't really function. But as I said, mercy takes things to the supernatural level. <clears throat> That's why mercy is greater than forgiveness. People don't ever, ever think of that. God just doesn't forgive us and tell us to go on our way. He has mercy on us. Faustina, you will hear Brother John read from the diary. Faustina says, we most resemble Jesus when we forgive, no matter how much someone has hurt us or how much they owe us. Trust me, unforgiveness hurts you way more then it hurts them. In the end, it can keep you from heaven and nobody's worth losing your soul over. No matter what they've done to you, nobody is worth losing your soul over. I'm gonna finish before I get to this story with, you've heard me say this before, how ironic is it that if somebody hurt you very badly, abused you or tormented you or stole from you or cheated on you, whatever it might be, and these are terrible things, I'm not saying there shouldn't be accountability, there should be. If your spouse has cheated on you, there needs to be accountability. But how ironic is it that if somebody hurt you, you didn't do anything, you did nothing, they hurt you badly, they did something very bad to you. How ironic that if they repent, ask for forgiveness, they can get to heaven for the, even though this horrible thing they did, but if you refuse to forgive them, even though you didn't do anything, you don't get to heaven. How ironic. And so <clears throat> this brings me, I wanted to finish with the single most greatest story of forgiveness I have ever heard. We're approaching, I will be the MC and speaking at WACOM, which is the World Apostolic Congress of Mercy. It's going to be in Samoa this year. And it's held by the Vatican. And so it's an honor that I was asked by the Cardinal to do this. So I will be speaking and being there, if you can join us, it's in Samoa. And it was back in 2014 that a woman spoke at WACOM back then. And a most incredible story of forgiveness I've ever heard and how it can lead to mercy. Her name was Pastora Garcia. She was from Colombia. Can't even imagine what this woman went through and she told the story at WACOM back in 2014. Her father was murdered when she was just a little girl. Now she grew up struggling at 18, she married and she had a child. Now her little daughter was only two months old when her husband was murdered. So she lost her father 
Then she gets to be 18. She has a daughter, and when her daughter's only two months old, her husband was murdered. Years later, that little girl grew up, and when she was 22, she was kidnapped. During her captivity, which lasted nine months, Pastora never ceased to search for her, and she eventually learned her daughter was killed. So now you've had a murdered father, a murdered husband, now a murdered daughter. Now she sought to find her remains of her daughter, and she wanted closure, and in her search, she came across several other bodies that were murdered. And horrifying as this was, it gave her some form of closure, some form of peace, if you can believe that, because it helped other mothers find the remains of their children. So terrible as this was, so at last, Pastora buried her daughter. Now, if that wasn't enough, her faith was tested again when her only other child, her son, was then kidnapped by a paramilitary group. After weeks of suffering this unimaginable torture, her son's body was found. So now she's lost her father, her husband, her daughter, and now her son, all murdered. And Pastora said that despite her pain, she had faith to keep going. I, I can't even imagine. So a few days after the burial, burial of her son, Pastora found a man who was badly hurt laying on the side of the road. Now, this was in the same place where her son had been found, his body that was murdered. You know, all those people who criticize the United States, listen to how it is living in Colombia. Well, she found this man in the area where her son had been found. Without any hesitation, she took him in and started tending to his wounds. As she was attending to him and healing him and dressing his wounds, this man sitting in her living room saw a picture of her son. And he said to her, do you know this man? I killed him last week. Can you even imagine? Pastora said she felt her entire world collapse as here was the man sitting in her chair. They didn't realize that was her son. And she's attending to this man who just killed her son the week earlier, she immediately asked the Blessed Virgin to cover her ears to the words of this man and not let her hear what he was saying on how they killed him. 
She asked Mary to please cover her ears and not let her heart be filled with hate. Pastora begged Mary to help her forgive those who killed her son. And this man was in her chair in her home. And so Pastora, with love and dedication, cared for the murderer of her child. She said that she began to love this man. They actually formed a relationship. Kind of sounds like Maria Goretti and her mom, right? The saint who was killed by a man trying to assault her and she forgave. And she said that she loved this man so much that several years later, he was killed. I mean, I, Never heard a story like this in my life. So he was killed, and she said she felt like it was the loss of her own child. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Not only did she forgive, she reconciled with this man. Now, while we are not required to do that, while you are not required to be the best friend to somebody who took the life of your child, while you are required to forgive them, you are not required to reconcile them with them, but if you do, you have reached a level that is beyond human nature. It's the supernatural. It is the love that only God and the grace that only God can give us. Does that mean we just randomly forgive and say, don't worry about it? No, there should be accountability. But look what this woman endured. She not only forgave, she reconciled and had mercy. This is why mercy <coughs> is greater than even forgiveness. We are all called to forgive. But if you can learn to be merciful, you are truly Christ-like. Please, I beg you, if you do nothing else in your whole life, maybe you're not working at the soup kitchen, maybe you're not donating to the charities, if you do nothing else in your life, please forgive. This is when we are most Christ-like. And I don't think it's hard to believe that that's why it's one of the hardest things to do. Many of you have written me and said that, Father, I just <clears throat> can't forgive. And when I read these letters, I understand. It's not easy to forgive somebody who has abused you, who has hurt you, who has abandoned you, who has broken their faith and trust in you. It's not easy. And never do I tell these people that you are required to go back to them, to continue to let them do that to you. That's not church teaching. But can you pray for them? Can you wish them well no matter which way they go, 
even if the path should not be in your life? Can you wish them no harm? Can you wish God's blessings upon them? Can you pray for them? Can you fast for them? Can you sacrifice for them? If you can't, ask God for the grace. And when you do, you will be most Christ-like. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.